Okay, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, the paragon of professionalism for Transformers <laughs> in <coughs> Australia. <laughs> this is episode 149. We are recording live on April 13th. 2018, April 14th, if that burp sends you uh, a day into the future. This episode, we will be talking about an oopsie for Takara, the fact that Hasbro can't get Wave 2 at Power of the Primes here, but Wave 3 is just across that little stretch of uh, stretch of ocean we call the Tasman Sea. Black Mamba shows a few upcoming releases, and the new fans toys, Cyclonus, has all of our, uh, all of our senses in, in a tizzy, and more. Coming up after this. Right, we should you know we should actually just do like the perfect match music at some point. Okay, thank you for thank you for tuning into the show. I am Jason. Joining me this week, we have Max coming to us live from Adelaide, powered by a Tesla battery. How are you doing, Max? I'm doing well, thank you. We've just broken the record for the driest and when I hottest day in April on record twice so far this month and. That finally ended with a horrendous amount of rain this afternoon, which is technically a good thing, but it's not fun if you work in a car park. It's, okay, okay. It's, no need to brag about it. <laughs> it, does, it does look like the uh, temperature is taking a bit of a nosedive there because you are the only member of the crew this week who is wearing a jumper. Yes, which is normally I don't wear a jumper as a matter of principle, but right Again, now... No I'm need just... to brag about it. <laughs> I'm not... Bra- I'm not bragging. <laughs> no need to brag about the not bragging. Oh. You may notice. Uh, you may notice that uh, we do have a Brad on the show this week, but it's not our usual Brad. But he, he is our he is our second second most popular Brad on the show. I, I have the beard. I have the beard of leadership. Yes, <laughs> this, this is correct. Uh, we have we have groovy guy Brad coming to us from Perth in. A, a continent-spanning podcast this week for you all. Uh, how are you doing, Brad? Uh, you really should have run that one past us before you said it. But other than that, I am doing yeah. fine. Thank you, Jason. I am honoured to be part of the show again, as always. Excellent. It is always good to have you on the show. Now, uh, yeah, Brad, it has actually been a couple of weeks on the show. You are, of course, our backup, Brad, because our, our normal Brad, uh, and it is actually it is actually a requirement of the podcast under the Geneva Convention that we have at least one Brad on the show every week. Um, Australia is at risk if we fail to comply with this. So thank you for thank you for saving us this week. Uh, it has been what uh, three or three or four weeks since we've had you on. What, what have you been up to in that in that time? Uh, I've been acquiring a few bits and bots. Um, I've also just paid off uh, a few Takara Tommy Mall exclusives. Uh, look for videos on them uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, other than that, I've also been sort of on the edge about the studio series. Uh, they've recently come into local retail en masse. They're considering that. And just keeping up on, on top of everything else Transformers-wise, mostly. Fantastic. Max, how about yourself? Have you been hanging out in that car park with a jumper? Uh, I've been hanging out in a car park with a raincoat and then <laughs> just re- literally just running across trying being to get to, to move on by the parking attendant. 
<laughs> I, I, I kind of get the feeling that Max might be the car parking attendant. I'm, I certainly I, hope so, or else this is taking a very sinister turn. Well, the, you, you wouldn't think so, but the amount of times you have to break up fights despite being someone who collects trolleys for coals. It... <laughs> Do you have to break up fights by ramming them with trolleys? Uh, I haven't done that yet, but that's a good suggestion. It's all right. You know, it keeps them at arm's length so that they can't turn on you, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sure known as a high traffic day. <laughs> yeah, this is this is true. Mm. Um, we should talk about some transformers. Should we? Um, should well, we, we do have transformers, transformers in the title. I think that's enough, really, for the transformers. Yeah, photo. No, you, you think we should just um, should, Let's we just, should chill. just talk, stick about stick around talking about the car park? Yeah. Unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about some transformers. Um, well, then let's make it good because I know we can. Oh, well, yeah. There's, there's confidence. I like it. Let's talk about some bot shots. Okay. Bot shots is the weekly competition in the TCDA Facebook group. Uh, you are encouraged to take your bots out from their hermetically sealed, sealed chambers. Yes. <laughs> You're glad we went to the same place. Uh, take them off the shelf, take them out into the real world, and take some photographs. And uh, if you are anything like this week's winner, Rob Kinsley side, you might well take them back in time to the days of cavemen and uh, cave women, or at least Hanna-Barbera cartoons from 20 years ago, where um, Grimlock appears to have encountered the Flintstones, scared the shit out of them, and made off with a hamburger. Not, 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 not bad. All, all in a day's work for Grimmy. There's, there's a lot to process in this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good-looking photo. It's, it's um, yeah. No, I, do you feel like it needs a caption? I don't think, you just sort of just appreciate it for what it is. It's you, you, you come to your own conclusion. It's it's like modern art. Yeah. So the question is, has he actually stolen the uh, hamburger from the Flintstones car? It doesn't appear it would fit in the Flintstones car. Are the things actually related, or did it just happen to be in the background when the photo was taken? I'm sure it's a metaphor of some form. Mm, what do we think of that Red Dwarf episode where they have that debate about whether or not Wilma Flintstone is sexy? <laughs> yes, I believe that's marooned. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just demonstrating my uh, demonstrating my Red Dwarf knowledge there. I might be wrong. Probably. I'm pro- I probably am wrong, but no. Like I know, I know what it is. Like List is sitting there, and he's like, you know, you know the Flintstones. Do you think Wilma's sexy? But, um, didn't that, didn't didn't the uh, didn't the conversation then quickly turn to Betty Rubble though? Yeah, and the cat was like, "Well, I'd go with Betty, but so you'd be thinking of one." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it never uh, leave Fred. We know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So uh, that is bot shots. Um, I I, so I I enjoy I enjoy participating in bot shots occasionally, and I do enjoy seeing the photographs that people come up with every week. Uh, please. Please do uh, continue to contribute and um, yeah, have a think about have a think about what you want to accomplish. Go out, shoot your photo, maybe hold on to it for a couple of days. Post it on Wednesday in the thread in the group and see how you go. Yeah, it's always worth a shot. You know, the more times you enter, the more likely you are to win. With, uh, oh, prizes! No, there are yes, there are prizes. There's a, there's a there's a random draw every month from the winners from that month. Um, they'll be they'll get a random draw for a prize, and each of the winners for each of the months will also go into a draw for a larger yearly prize. So you know what? Um, it's probably worth taking figures out, arranging them, just make them make them look like they're. Uh... Wait a second. 
make them look like they're thinking of doing something sneaky like this guy. Right, let me turn that around. It works much better from that angle. <laughs> um, or a sense uh, of accomplishment. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, take them out. <laughs> take a photo of them. Take a few photos of them. Answer them over a few weeks. See if you win. You might win. You might win something, and you might get something. You might get a big figure for your troubles. You never know. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Now let's talk about some, let's talk about some actual news. Uh, oh yeah, Brad, you you had a title for this one. Uh, hmm. Nope. Yes, but should we unleash it though, Jason? Uh, look, I, I, I think so. So uh, Takara's Encore Godfire convoy set has been released in Japan and it is the source of some uh, consternation amongst fans. There's some uh, poor quality plastics and parts don't really fit together. And because it is actually sort of a, it's a 15 or 16-year-old figure that's been reissued, so it's not really up to the same engineering standards as modern Transformers, but it does have a more accurate cartoon or a more cartoon accurate paint job. So a lot of collectors have uh, a lot of collectors have jumped on the set and uh, they've not been particularly impressed by the results. So uh, there's been rumors going around all week that Takara will actually uh, issue a recall on the set. Didn't quite go as far as it being a being a complete recall, but it is a voluntary recall. So if you're not happy with the quality of your figure, Takara will take it away and refund you your money, but they won't give you a fixed version, it seems. Uh, and the, the interesting thing about this is the reason that um, the reason for the recall is not actually the quality of the workmanship, as uh, as a lot of a lot of fans have pointed out. But um, apparently, there's an error in the printing on the packaging, and there's also some issues with the sound chip inside the figure. So. Yeah, think, mm. which would make sense, you know, because there are plenty of figures that'll come out with QC issues that don't get like QC issues heavier than this that haven't been recalled. So yeah. it makes sense that that's the reasoning. Uh, you can only get a replacement if, or refund if you're in Japan, though. Yes, that's true. So um, apparently, come for a copyright. Uh, I don't believe the copyright was the issue. But there, there is. I heard something about the uh, the voice chips not having a, a copyright or something along those lines. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought they I thought they just messed up the order of things that were meant to be on the voice chip or something like that. Um, to be honest, these kind of figures, I'm never going to use the voice chips because I can't understand the uh, the Japanese uh, language on them. So, like, they will just sit there dormant. But uh, the the printing error is also shown here. Where sorry, we meant to replace that figure with a sword. Good job. It doesn't seem like a major thing to me. I, no, it's I'm, a, I'm still it not. kind of feels like it's masking the uh, the main the main QC issues. People. Well, I may have yeah. some evidence that it is masking the issue because I recently acquired the uh, Legends Clones two packs, and there's a printing error in this. Wait, I've, I've I've got these sitting right here as well. What's the printing error? The printing error, my dear Jason. Hmm. Is um, I've got the that comes through this little slip of paper here. Oh, I haven't opened them. So fair enough. Uh, the print the printing error is basically you start off with wingspan, you transform it. The robot is punch, uh, pounce. Sorry. Well, yeah. looks like it looks like your uh, Legends clone set's going to get recalled soon. <laughs> well, I mean they've done this. 
Yeah. <laughs> They've already <laughs> defeated their own reasoning. So I'm looking at I'm looking at the Japanese text here, and like it, the thing that's the oh, thing that um, the thing that sort of springs out at me is there's obviously references to two days here. There's the uh, 15th of 15th of April from 10 uh, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and there's the 16th of April from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Now the 15th is Sunday, I believe, and the 16th is Monday, and I believe those are those might actually be the only days that you can actually call up and get your uh, refund. Yeah. Yeah, this is very I, interesting. I mean, it, maybe it's because they only able to run their customer service for certain times. Well, like ten, 10 to five is a fairly a fairly standard customer service time. I mean, it's a little bit late by sort of Australian business standards, but a lot of uh, a lot of businesses in uh, Singapore and Japan and Malaysia and Co. They'll always open they'll open a little a little bit later, like ten or eleven a.m. Um, but yeah, it looks like they're just running all day and there's it looks like they might just be saying you can only uh, claim your refund then. They may have done it for those two days because they're possibly expecting a rather large number of returns, maybe? Yes, possibly. So it is also worth noting that uh, Takara has actually issued a, issued a, an apology as well as uh, the voluntary recall. And, uh, yeah, so uh, as, as Cybertron has noted here, the sound clip issue is apparently they've swapped the activation sounds for the two figures. Oh. Well, yes. Oh. Too bad. All right. Nothing to do with the warping plastic or anything that I've seen. You can even see it in the um, promotional pictures. Uh, no, apparently, apparently nothing to do with that. Uh, funnily enough, I don't know why. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, I do know that there's. A, I do know there's a few people who've imported these sets into Australia. Um, a few. I've seen. It, I've seen them pop up on the group a few times and. A couple of those people are saying that they don't really think that the the QC issues are that much to worry about. So maybe it depends which batch you got. Yeah, I think it's a much more variable thing, and they're just recalling it across the board to be safe. Yeah, it's very possible. Okay, so let's talk about stuff that has appeared across the Tasman. Uh, there appears to have been a fairly early release of uh, Power of the Primes Wave Three. We are looking at we're looking at the purchase receipt and with the boxes for Cutthroat, Cinetwin, and Blot, uh, which have apparently been picked up at retail by a uh, by a New Zealand fan and posted onto Cybertron. And I think that it also came up on TFW. Lovely of them to take photographs of the pictures on what is apparently their bed, and they haven't cleaned it, but that's okay. Uh, there's Cutthroat and Blot there now. Yeah, so everyone loves Blot, and so um, the poster was kind enough to take Blot out for a quick photo shoot, and there he is, and lots of, lots of different angles, and there you go. There he is in his cutosaurus mode. Absolutely. <laughs> I suddenly hate New Zealand because... <laughs> no, you know what? So, it looks so, so good. This has actually suddenly made me interested in buying Power of the Primes figures. Oh, I mean, yeah, I was given most of them, but Abominus is no way I wasn't getting that. And Feast look even better in hand. Like, there's a whole bunch of clever stuff you can see on here that I didn't really, didn't really notice in the promo shots. Like, the way that Blot's hands sort of flip around to mm, create yeah. a claw effect. Like, where in uh, robot mode, he's got three claws on his forearm, but as you, like, fold in his fist from the robot mode, the third claw folds in with it to become an inner claw. 
The third claw. The craw. The claw. <laughs> the claw is my master. Um, yeah. So Hasbro hasn't even managed to get wave two onto store shelves here. But we do they've have adequate, they've barely adequately supplied us with wave one, really. Oh, uh, I think I think wave one took a while to took a while to become generally available, but it seems to be seems to be basically right now. If you don't have wave one, you just you must not want it. <laughs> yeah, the base it's um, it's either that or you like me and refuse to pay thirty dollars for a deluxe. Uh, this is also a possibility. Yeah. Um, like, if you do want wave one, it's out there. Wave two is no wave two is nowhere to be seen. The interesting thing about this though is that um, we have we sort of have a runner-up prize, and that we have we have wave one of Studio Series, and we've had it for a week or two, and it's only just becoming available at US retail now as well. Huh. So, yeah. I mean, it's also you know much more expensive in the US, but it's 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 weird. Still, it's pay for early access. Uh, did you say it's more expensive in the US or than the US? Than the US. Um, I'm not sure about that. I think they're, well, they're about the same price as retail figures, but um, yeah. they're, they're closing the gap fast for sure because the US prices seem to be increasing faster than ours are. I've seen I've seen a couple of uh, I've seen a couple of US sellers with um, prices in the into the into the fifties and sixties for Voyagers from Studio Series. So oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I reckon the prices are just as um, just as variable over there as they are here. Like we're, we know that we've got some super expensive uh, studio series prices. And ironically, the very first time and probably the last time that we'll say this about Toys R Us, they've actually got good price on stuff. Then. <laughs> probably the last time, yeah. It's probably. Um, it's, so look, look, that's our, that's our Hasbro news for tonight. The rest of the, the rest of the show is all third party all the time. So let's, let's get Go going. Flame Toys. Ultra Magnus. <laughs> Flame Toys has been uh, creating some fairly awesome renditions of, uh, of some well-known characters. They've done Drift and they've, uh, they've got Tarn almost, uh, almost out for release. And then they have this version of Optimus Prime who appears to be, uh, appears to be doing the anime hip thrust outwards <laughs> or he's just wearing a very big cod piece. Um, who can say? But he, they've gone for more. They've gone sort of more for the uh, the, the muscle bound, the muscle bound brute version of Optimus Prime, which is not really the version that we often see. Um, and yeah, honestly, the 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 shape of the windows on his chest remind me more of Galaxy Force Prime. Yeah, the, I mean the shape of the windows on the chest. It's that alone is a bit much. Mm. It makes any sense. It seems to be a route that these you know non-transforming figures have gone a couple times like i think ori toy did it uh free a did it and it's i I don't don't quite see why because it you you can still get this dynamic look to the figure without having those impossibly shaped windows (laughs) (laughs) it does beg the question uh obviously this toy doesn't transform but if it were to transform where would the windows be (laughs) So there'd be very small windows. That's the one thing. Um, yeah, I, I think the difference between this guy and the other two in terms of transformation is that Prime, his trans, his uh, him transforming is a much more iconic thing. Like this is Optimus Prime. He transforms into this truck. Whereas I think 
This Drift and Tarn, who cares what they turn into, really? This one looks like he, instead of turning into your regular truck trailer, maybe some sort of armored battle platform with those windows. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right there. Yeah. yeah. What a, okay, so I think another thing with these proportions is it does make it look good, but also allows for a lot more posability, which is what this line is being defined by. Yeah, that's true. You can you can see the you can see the tilt on the ankles there. To be honest, I don't see a lot of movement in the legs as sort of uh, as, as it's shown there. Although I guess sort of up the top of the legs around the waist, I guess there's some movement there that is sort of disguised by the giant cod piece. I think it, look, it looks like there's a, a knee bend, but it doesn't look like it goes back very far. Yeah, well, I, I imagine. I think so. um, the thing with drift was that if you look at coverage of him. The way the joints work is because it's by this guy's called chemical, chemical Attack, and their whole gimmick, this design team, is that the joints sort of like they collapse in into each other. So you know he'll bet like the knee will bend on drift, and then a panel on the back of the carve will like compress in to allow the rest of the the knee to bend over more deeply. So I imagine we'll get a similar sort of thing here. Which is why uh, you can't so see such pronounced joints. They're very poseable, but the joints sort of collapse into themselves for presentation kind of thing. Is that it? Yeah, you get it on a few like a few of main bit of mainline stuff like SH figure arts and what have you, but these guys have really sort of defined that's what they're defined by. Is that sort of articulation? Uh, so. I, I think you can see that at the top of the legs on the front, where there's there's a very obvious panel that sticks out. I guess if you were to straighten the leg up, then that panel would slide up. Yeah, and when you you know move that around to you know the armor on the forearms as well, you can probably slide that around and get a bit more clearance. There are sections where it's a bit more obvious, like the gap underneath the um, windows. That makes it look like it's definitely got a big ball jointed torso up there as well. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so this is this is the first time that we've seen it, uh, seen this figure, and. Uh, yeah, um, these guys do tend to take a little while to bring their uh, bring their products to market. This is obviously, I say obviously, but maybe not. It looks like it's a three D printed uh, representation, just some kind of a prototype. So uh, early days yet for this version of Prime, but uh, uh, actually, yeah. the, I mean, I know it's just the looks, but it looks like quite a hefty piece as well. Yeah, they use a lot of die cast, like so. It's a big chunky figure, and it's made they're made of solid material as well. Uh, is it so? Where we've already we've already got the mega action prime. Is it super mega action? <laughs> super, super super duper mega action. super duper mega. Yeah, super it's, it's a bit smaller, so it's like super moderate action. Yeah, <laughs> that super sounds that sounds, that sounds like Prime's political ambition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we we're we're going to stop and check in with fan favorite mastermind creations. Uh, one of their designers has shown off a prototype of uh, Tesserus, and uh, he's apparently about to go into manufacturing or, well, go into tooling for manufacturing. So what we're looking at is very likely a 3D printed prototype along with all the uh, CAD representation on the screen and, um, yeah, coming up soon, maybe in, in the next few months, I guess. Is a good-looking piece. I mean, he does seem to be more basic in terms of the general shapes of him. <laughs> yeah, another tank. 
for the, for the DJ yeah. day. Yeah, but like I suppose with design, like he he has a bit more of a basic look to him, but that is in line with the design from the comics, so can't really complain too much of it. I just, yeah, I, 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 look at that chest and think pit of Sarlacc. Yeah, that's basically yeah, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't help but think that it might the 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 the, the mouth on the chest might be open a little bit too much. I don't know. Be fun I, if you I mean, can actually adjust it. Oh, sort of like a, like an aperture. Yeah, like hmm. where you twist it around and it'll slide in and out. That could be awesome. It doesn't look like you you can see all the way through though, which is disappointing. No, because um, you know in the comic it's like it, it's sort of the robot would go in through the front and then come out in a million pieces in the back. Yeah. Kind of a bummer, but still looks really solid. I wonder if they'll. I wonder if they'll give you like junk pieces as a um, as an accessory. So you can, with you, extra pooing action. Yeah, because MMC usually knocks it out of the park with accessories, so I wouldn't surprise. Yeah, look, they they do, but they don't. Like um, their Calidus uh, came with basically nothing by way of accessories. A bit of a missed opportunity, I think. Yeah, I feel like I. I think the thing with Calidus was he came with a fair bit, but I'm not sure. What else they could have added? Like, they, Rodimus they, star. Sorry, a Rodimus star. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, maybe maybe a couple more solvable expressions. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that would have been nice as well. I think, but yeah, yeah oh well, they could have, but they didn't. So yeah, um, I will say this. So Tesseris obviously looks like he's got the uh, the shoulder mounted claws as well that uh, will also be quite poseable and uh, movable. Looks a bit. Speaking of posability, joints there. You can see on his uh, left hand there, it's just been posed a little bit. It looks like there's a lot of joints tucked in that. They almost similar um, to that Overlord. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they are bringing that sort of uh, that upgraded hand movement down into some of the figures. Like, uh, I think um, I kind of feel like the, in the masterpiece esque line, Takara's really fired a shot on there on hand design with Megatron and Sunstreaker. So, um, yeah, some of the third parties really need to up their game. Yeah, like MMCs have usually had pretty basic poseable hands comparatively, but um, their overlord was just like nothing else. You know, it was above and beyond uh, more poseable hand true, than anything true. else. So if they can bring that down here, which is, won't be uh, very much... Uh, difference in size between two figures so it's entirely possible <laughs> all right let's move on from uh, fan favorite onto fan newbie uh mr moon is bringing out some uh, what appears to be legends scale uh inferno and grapple uh figures so we're, we're looking at we're looking at um looks like acrylic acrylic or resin prototypes of these guys and you can see you can see given the um the screws in them how large they are or or indeed are not and uh, as well as a few um a few markings that show off where some of the detail on the figures might well go mm-hmm. yeah i think they look interesting yeah like ever since we saw the first gray prototypes for basically everything these guys have been doing we said these look like tiny masterpieces and i think that statement still stands in physical form, this looks like they shrunk down one of the third-party MP um, Infernos. 
Maybe they did. It's it's. I mean, it's certainly not the official one, but um, yeah, it, it, there's 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 obviously compromises that you make for the signers. Like you, you can actually you can see the ball joints in the foot there, but at least there's a ball joint in the foot. Hey, you know. Yeah, and it's like it's not necessarily a bad thing per se. You know, there's plenty of um, really high end third party figures where that stuff's super obvious as well. So. And, it, and given the size of this, to even have a ball-jointed foot, that's an achievement in and of itself, you know, let alone all that other possibility that seems to be tucked in there, you know, coupled with such a good-looking onward. Yeah. So I was looking, his, uh, so Grapple's crane appears to be sort of supporting him at the back, and um, you can see Inferno's ladder has collapsed in his uh, in his truck mode. So yeah, look, it's um it's early days yet for these guys because we are just looking at prototypes. But um, I don't know, like like I kind of feel like I don't need these guys. There's a lot of people making legend scale bots at the moment. I'm not sure what they're going to bring to it. Yeah, I think because I would say that they, you know, a little while ago I would have said that this is a unique move because they're really moving in that sort of miniature masterpiece type idea but dx9's really been going for that with stuff like their seekers so i don't quite know what the purpose is here other than to fill a gap at existing legends collections yeah or perhaps it's just showing that hey you can you know compete because it looks like they they're using different materials maybe and they got different engineering with the ball joints and such I, I, I think we're just looking at like a resin or acrylic prototype, but um, yeah. like these will, these will get cast into normal plastic. But um, yeah, look, may, maybe they're not assembled properly yet either because like you can see rather a lot of the ball joints in the feet, so he might be a little bit shorter when he's finished, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's sort of a bit, you don't necessarily, they might not want to push that down all the way because it'll just crack it. Oh, they'll probably just break in prototype, yeah. <laughs> We are heading over to Black Mamba, who I found out this week, I think it was from you, Max, that these this Black Mamba is actually renamed Kubian Bell. Yeah, so Kubian Bell, I usually do knockoff stuff, and they have been doing knockoff stuff under the Black Mamba name, but now they seem to be moving into doing sort of more original projects. Yes, indeed. So we are looking at... Uh, we're looking at their version of uh, The Last Night slash Age of Extinction uh, Optimus Prime. And yet again, uh, so Peru Kill was also a Black Mamba production, right? Uh, I think that was Unique Toys. Oh, Unique so. Toys. Okay, fair enough. So, But yet again, like we are seeing some of the third parties turn their attention to movie-verse designs as opposed to the, the sort of masterpiece G1 design. And uh, it's, it's pretty interesting to see the leaps in engineering. That these guys are taking. Like we've said, a, we've said a few times that the third parties are uh, the third parties are evolving their manufacturing and their design faster than Takara and Hasbro, and they're going to catch up to them. And like, it's pretty evident in this. It's pretty evident in this figure that uh, yeah, they're they're really they're really catching up. Like that vehicle mode is that although that vehicle mode has lots of parts clipped together, that looks fantastic. Yeah. Like I think the thing is, when Age of Extinction first came out, everyone was saying there's no way this design could actually transform. Mm. And now we've had three companies uh, show their version of this design, and this one's looking almost a hundred percent movie accurate. Quite right. Is um like the 
I'll be honest, I've got no idea where the hell all those parts have gone. Well, when I, before I saw the truck mode, I thought this was just a statue. Yeah. It so looks look like that. an action figure. Yeah. I mean, even the Unique Toys one, which is, pro I imagine what that, what the Unique Toys one will probably have over this one is have a much more simplistic conversion because that's what they really achieved with Perukil and this looks too complex to be a easy process. But in terms, it does, it does sheer, look difficult, in terms of sheer accuracy, this beats even the Unique Toys version. Like if you saw if you saw that truck and then you saw that robot and someone said these are one and the same, you'd be like, "How?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, shall, we shall we shall see. There's a, so you can see a bit of actually that looks like his um crotch at the end of the truck. Maybe uh, maybe maybe. Yeah. Looks like it's part of the chest design, really. But yeah, and one way or um, another, it certainly looks like it's going to be quite a feat of engineering. He certainly does, doesn't he? Yeah, it, it looks busy. You know, there's a lot of folding panels on here, but I suppose you weigh up what do you want. You know, if you need the figure like your version of Prime now, then there's the Alien Attack version on the market, which is apparently fairly flawed. If you want to, but then if you want to wait a bit, then you've got this or unique toys. Unique toys yeah. will be a lot easier and probably have a bit stronger build quality. Um, but this one's going to have that accuracy for you. Yeah. I love how these photographs are like here's a robot, here's a vehicle, here's a robot, here's a vehicle. It's like they've merged two people's photos. <laughs> yeah, because they're yeah. very different settings, aren't they? Uh, well, the, so I think what we're looking at is a trade show and yeah. it looks like the figures are on the, uh, in the shelf behind, and this is a, in a box in the front. Oh yeah. You can sort of see in the background of some of the vehicle shots there. Um, that's a figure that we'll be talking about shortly. That looks huge. <laughs> it actually, it actually does look much bigger than I thought. Uh, so anyway, that's the last night's Age of Extinction Optimus Prime. Uh, Black Mamba has also come out just to, just to show that they're not stuck in a rut. They're also going G1 style with uh, a very stylized interpretation of Galvatron. <laughs> stylized is one way to put it. I thought so, yes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily look bad, but it doesn't look like it came from the same company as that Prime. This yes. looks like... Um... You know, in the Headmasters, I don't know if you've seen the cartoon, but Galvatron comes up with a plan to turn the planet Earth into... It does, yes, it, it actually does look like he's succeeded oh, no. in this one. He's got a giant neck. Like, he has a giant neck, and he's got the same problem with every other Galvatron toy. Like, how does he see to the sides? <laughs> he doesn't need to. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a major blind spot, is what I'm saying. That cannon mode looks Fantastic. Yeah, that's uh, above and beyond the best Galvatron cannon any yeah. company's put out. Mm. Like, just like, wow. There's no doubt there at all. Is that a tripod or is it just got the two? Uh, I think he's got the traditional, I think he's got the traditional sort of uh, tail uh, accessory yeah. that uh, most yeah. Galvatron toys have. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, all the other MP Galvatrons all... You know, the struts that go out to the treads in the cannon mode, they all very much look like robot arms. 
but they've completely avoided that here. They have, although I, we, we were talking about this when we were looking at this uh, in the pre-show. He's got tiny hands. <laughs> tiny hands and tiny arms and an extremely broad chest. I would use my strong hand. <laughs> Me- yeah, I just, surely there's enough room in those forearms for some larger hands to fold away somewhere. Uh, there are, and don't call me Shirley, but yes. <laughs> I, think, I thought that would get into his forearms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's got copper art written on him. <laughs> uh, Max has no idea what we're talking about. No, I, Sorry. I'm just going to smile and nod. That's a good idea. Um, <laughs> So, look, I, I do think some of the proportions on this figure are wrong, and they've gotten this far to prototype it. They're not going to change it. So he will have his fans and he will have his detractors. Yeah, it just I, don't, I think the robot mode is suffering. But when you look at that cannon mode, I think it kind of evens out a bit. But that looks like a very um, complex. That looks like there's lots of clippy together parts there. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that's going to have to move around on this. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean, like, the it's kind of weird, right? Like, you can't really see where the legs go and all of that. Oh, I guess the legs are the things at the, at the back and they're just folded out. So I think the, yeah, I think the legs fold out and it looks like they encompass whatever we don't see in this mode. Yeah. Maybe maybe they also fold out twice. There might be in, internal parts that uh, sort of double fold out in order to make the the large circumference that is the uh, the backside there. So, mm, very interesting. Very interesting. Let's have a look at the last piece, which is a a piece that I'm not really sure why they've done, given that someone else already did it, and we have mocked it for about the first fifty episodes of this podcast. Uh, so, uh, Black Mamba has made a uh, Combiner Wars compatible. Now, that, now, the story says Menasaur, but I actually think they've made a uh, Combiner Wars compatible um, motor master. Yeah. yeah. Even he doesn't, looks like he doesn't know why he's been made. No, he's got that, he's got that, um, that stunned indifference. I mean, yeah. Yeah. what can I say about him? Uh, his lower body looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got more screen accuracy than the Combiner Wars figure. True. Yeah. yeah, just as a as a theory here, because you can see this figure's pose with his sword. If we go back here, you can see him in the background there in this prime, and uh, yeah, that might actually give you more of a more of an idea of how large that figure is and how large this figure is as well. Ouch! Mm. That looks like it's can a uh, Titan class. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he looks he looks really big. Although, bearing in mind that he's combiner walls compatible, so he's not really he's not huge, right? I suppose well, so. Yeah. But if you look, I think the thing with the combiner walls version is that it explodes a bit. Like it's very spindly in a lot of places. Yes. Whereas if you, if you, you go to the picture low? that is off the actual combined mode, is oh, it's yeah. much more oh, solid. Oh, wow! I, wow! I didn't even see this. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> it again looks like Galvatron has succeeded in turning the earth into his body. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's supposed he does he also I have no idea how he looks left and right. But uh, you, know, you, you know what? I also think that um I also think they've given him a younger looking face, which actually does go with Combiner Wars. <laughs> because because in Combiner Wars he's totally an awesome surfer dude. 
Oh, dude, gnarly. Catch yeah. some leaves, bro. Yeah. I feel like they gave him a leader one's face. Like, am I the only one who sees that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, might, you might be. I mean, it certainly looks... I did play yeah, with a leader one last week. It looks better than the stock version, but I feel like uh, enough people have come around on Metasaur that yeah, seems kind of unwarranted. It's a bit yeah. interesting. So it looks like it looks like for the combined mode, his legs you can press his legs up to form the the thighs of Menasaur, and then you sort of fold his um fold his feet back somewhere. Yeah, arms look like there's a look like there's a part of the arms that folds up as well. And there's definitely some add-ons to that sword too. Oh, definitely yes. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the. Shoulders of the uh, um, motor master mode form the big pauldrons on the metasaur. Yeah, it looks like the top of them do, doesn't it? Uh, in fact, maybe that is actually just the arms. Yeah, maybe they sort of actually it's like they just bend the elbow outwards and then folded the wrist away. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Mm. Um, fair enough. Uh, I don't really care for it, but good on them, right? I'm quite I, happy I with think there are people who are still in the market for this. Um, well, wouldn't, you, wouldn't people who are in the market for this have already bought like a third party menace? Well, there's been about 20 of them in the last month. Yeah. yeah. True, but people will buy anything really. Like, think about how many upgrade kits there were for that combined Wars Optimus Prime are from all these different companies. Like, you, you don't think that there's going to be market for something. They're, they're not finished yet either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing. All these upgrade kits for a line that was, what, two or three years ago? Three or four years ago? Yeah, three. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on from Black Mamba because uh, this one I'm quite, quite excited about. Fans Toys has... Uh, Fans Toys has seemingly taken taken Cyclonus back from their friends at Gigapower, as they said. As it was Gigapower, right? Um they were they were originally originally going to bring this out under their um, conflict brand, but uh, they've decided that he is gorgeous enough, and I have to agree to bring them out under the fans' toys. So this is FT twenty nine Quietus. Oh, he's good looking, isn't he? Yeah, De- he he is he is definitely a good looker. Like just the shiny paint alone. Hats. Yeah, there's yeah there's shiny paint. There's multiple shades of purple. Um, uh, there's those thighs which um, Becker would Becker in um, in the UK would be amazingly into rating those thighs. Uh, say, this, this sounds more like we're looking at a um, a swimsuit ed- uh, edition or something. We look at basically. So aren't all Transformers nude anyway? Well, yeah, but. Yeah. We don't really go judging them on their... Uh, well, it depends, because sometimes they get their armour ripped true. off, but yeah, I'm not true. sure if that's like have, having their clothes taken off or having their skin removed. It's only yeah, when it happens... They can just go into the CR chamber. It's only when it happens in slow motion that it's weird, Max. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's, there's, also a, there's also a back view. His vehicle mode is extremely impressive as well. Um, looking far more like the G1 vehicle mode than uh, anything that we've seen since. Like he, Cyclonus is more sort of just a bit of a combat jet these days, but uh, this is 
this is a, a great throwback to the cruiser that uh, yeah. Galvatron used to get around in. There is. Well. It looks like something out of the nine. Yeah, it looks like nineteen fifty sci-fi or something. It's it, just, it, it does. But so so many of the bots that came out in the movie had that that quality to them. It was fantastic. And I love how you sort of get these smooth lines, but eventually taper out to this really blocky thruster at the rear end. Yeah, that's, that's right. It looks so, like he might also come with a stand. Yeah, oh, um, like, yeah you'd always want to display him in this mode just because it looks so nice. Oh, I think I need to go and pre-order this guy, actually. And, um, one and of that's the okay. Other... He won't be out for another 12 years. <laughs> one of the <laughs> other pictures, it looks like he has a swappable face gimmick as well. He certainly does if we uh, if we scroll down far that enough one. to find yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, hmm, actually, so, yes, so there is that one. And uh, this post doesn't seem to have it unless someone's added it in the comments. There is, in fact, also um, there is also an IDW version that has an IDW face, and I can, it's not in this post, so bit oh, of well. a bit of a mistake. But yeah, so the IDW version has the um, the more comic style um, point uh, rabbit ears and the um, and the more sort of skeletal face structure, uh, and, and he also has the samurai pads on his thighs as well. The only thing I might say about this figure is I know the gun is a redo of his G1 gun, but it does look a little bit big. He didn't have it, well, at least in the cartoon. Didn't have a huge well, so, so in Combiner Wars, he got a giant rifle as well, being a... Um, yeah, that's because it was a repaint of um, sort of bolt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. It's a shame we even got the. It's a shame we even got the. Um... Yeah, I've got that part of the gun there. <laughs> What's that? That's the uh, part of the Combiner War Cyclonus gun. All oh, right. Yeah. Listen, I'll chuck on my screen share, and you can see I've got the uh, RDW one up. Cool. Let me uh, let me flip over to you, Max. Yeah. So you can see that he's got. Is that showing up for you now? Uh, yeah. Not, not yet. Is it? Uh, there we go. Yes, there we go. So the uh, the IDW style. That's much more comic like face. And... I'll get you for this, he man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and, and of course the swords as well. Yeah, that looks fantastic. Is it just me or have they changed the chest up as well? Like if we go back and uh, the chest like, looks about the same. No, oh, yeah, Sorry, getting a bit confused. Um, I, I, yeah, I, was... I actually spent a while flipping between the two on Monday, so I'm pretty sure it's just the thighs and the and the head. Yeah, I was thinking it did something with a translucent orange, but no, it's the same. Mm. Yeah, it looks just insane as well. I think for me, the only issue I'm seeing here is um, that he looks super poseable in basically every regard, except he seems to be entirely lacking a waist swivel. Yeah, so that is that is a comment that um, that is a comment that has been made. Um, yes, he does appear to, he does appear to lack a waist swivel. Don't know. There still might there might be something in there that moves around a bit, a little bit. Like yeah, I feel, sure. I feel like um, yeah, we might we might not be too disappointed. I think. Also. Yeah, actually, because you look at stuff like Unique Toys Pericule, Before that came out, everyone thought that it was going to be completely static through the torso. And then it had a joint hidden up inside the uh, crotch area. So who knows? If you look, if you look at his, uh, there looks to be there's going to be a huge market for this because you got the G1 uh, crew, and then you also got the IDW 
look. So it looks like there's going to be a huge interest in the figure. I think, I think this is also the first time that Fans Toys has sort of courted that um, that comic crowd as well. Yeah, they're basically... It's someone that they haven't really touched at all, and now they've said, "Oh, we've got an opportunity to do it here." You know, we don't have to change the design that much. We can throw it on a couple of add-on pieces, and it looks stellar. Yeah, I, I do think uh, since we have called it out a couple of times tonight, I kind of feel like fans' toys need to take another run at their hands. What are you thinking there? Like, yeah, there I guess they look a bit blocky, don't they? Like like I said, I think Masterpiece hand design has taken a bit of a step forward with Megatron and Sunstreaker, and I think Fans Toys should probably look at getting on board with that. You mean ball joints in the finger? Something, something. I, I don't know, just something, something to make the make those hands look less. Because I I know that there are a few people, there are some YouTube reviewers and such that are kind of against having that much posability in the hand because. At one point, it's just, you know, a hand. And also, mm -hmm. it introduces many more chances of breakage. And like, uh, also true, but like I said, I feel like Takara's moved the needle. And um, it's just it's just kind of a shame to just see that blockiness on there, but still. Uh, so, Fans Toys Quietus, um, estimated release is sometime in 2078. Uh, I, hope <laughs> I hope you've started saving. Yeah. I do, just one last thing. I really do like the evil goatee he's got, or the soul patch. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? It's really nice touch. He didn't always have it in the cartoon. It wasn't always that pronounced, but it looked great here. He was one of the most erratic portrayals in the G1 cartoon, even the it's voice true. actor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The, so there is one last story that we've added in at the last minute. A couple of times over the last few months, we have had giveaways of uh transformers doormats that uh we were we, we i think mikey won a doormat at the hasbro uh power of the primes reveal in december and i think someone else won one uh, recently as well and that went they both ended up as competition prizes in tcca we were told at the time by hasbro that they were prototypes of uh, they were old prototypes of a product that never made it to market <laughs> Turns out this week, uh, Hasbro has released doormats to the uh, Australian market. Um, they are 40 by 60 centimetres, and they are indeed the Autobot and Decepticon doormats that we have seen. Welcome, Overlords, and Autobots welcome with the uh, appropriate faction logos. So, um, uh, I, This is probably the first time I've ever liked the look of a doormat and considered buying <laughs> a doormat. So... Um, yeah, I like them. I do like the uh, Overlord's twist on the Decepticon one. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I think this is this is why the idea was that it was actually a really old thing because it was referencing Overlord. But um, maybe that's yeah. not true. Well, I mean, Decepticon's welcome. That just would have been awful. <laughs> it's just here, it's come conquer it's too cushy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is the end of the news. I'm just going to knock my cat off my lap there. Thank you. Um, and stop that presenting. Let me say, weren't, they, weren't these already repainted or were they the repaints or something? Weren't there other colored versions? 
So um, I think the version that we've seen, the Decepticon one was much bluer and the Autobot one was red and yellow. So it is possible that the versions that Hasbro gave people as competition prizes were in fact limited editions and aren't the ones that are going into production. But uh, it's also possible that there will just be um, different Repaint. colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they might go back to the world a few times for repaints of these figures. Win-win. <laughs> uh, end of the news. End of the news. Um, who's got new figures? Max. Yes, I have a new figure. It's an interesting one. If that's all right. It's I have in the only way I could describe this is I'm intensely mixed feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so. I alien attack Farage. Um, he's uh, one of his new third-party movie figures, and he's their interpretation of Dino slash Mirage from Dark of the Moon, basically designed to fill that void that was left by not having a deluxe of a Dark of the Moon line, but then done sort of a movie masterpiece style of engineering. Um, and he, he, for the most part, he does work. Uh, it's just... A lot of things like you know, so the backpack integration is it's not the and the alt mode kibble the integration isn't as genius as stuff like unique toys pericule or mms bumblebee but he's still what am i what am i saying it's still really well done it, it compresses nicely but it, it is still present um he's got this thing with a plastic on him where it doesn't feel there's one section where it snapped on me where it feels incredibly brittle mm. um but quite, the rest of it thin. yeah but the rest of it is this thin plastic but it's a very pliable plastic it's not quite you know that sort of marvel legends necker style pliable it's sort of like what you'd get on the figure arts figure but just without the durability to it so it the plastic flexes a lot and it doesn't feel good to flex yeah okay uh, Apparently, this is made by KFC slash X Transbots. So it's all the same company. So I thought you guys uh, say you got it with a meal since it's from KFC. <laughs> <laughs> so, and these guys, they, they do have a reputation for having not the best with QC. We, we do know that a lot of the third parties are all manufactured in the same place, right? So, yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, he still, the transformation, it, it looks a lot harder than anything else, but I actually prefer it to the MS Bumblebee, MPM, how are you supposed to say it? Bumblebee transformation. Um, the poseability is top notch, you know, it double jointed everything, ball joint angles, uh, massive range of motion in the hips there and what have you. So you can do basically whatever you need him to. Accessories, strong, you know, it's got the swords and you sort of, uh, the uh, like, kind of like grappling cable things that are on bendy wires, and these feel yeah. nice and durable. The part where he broke on me was um, basically this upper section of the torso tabs into this lower section, and it's a sort of thing where it tabs in like two separate parts tab into one part. Um, and so when you pull it away, it wound up with like instead of the tab, the tab coming out of the slot, it was like the bond between the tab and the slot was stronger than the bond between the molecules of the plastic. No. And so instead of it coming untabbed, like just pulling straight up, 
it just ripped the plastic. The tab but stayed in, but the rest of the plastic came out. Or the rest yeah. of the plastic came out. Yeah, so it's unfortunate. It's not ideal. I mean, it doesn't, the figure still functions perfectly fine. It just has this issue where when you transform him, there's a little bit of a chest that's missing from one part of a car and is on another part of a car. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I do still recommend it, but on the, on the proviso that the QC is spotty and it, it's not a confidence-inspiring figure. Yes, put it that way. You know, you make yourself. Be, um, if you if you had a second copy of the figure, maybe shave it down before you transformed it. Would that stop it from catching? Or yeah, that's a good point, actually. Like, so let me just say this now: on the uh, grill section from the car, that's like in the lower half of the torso. Is there should be two um, circular red pegs sticking straight up. If you could sand those down a bit that should avoid the breakage at least in the section that snapped on mine cool yeah, there we go that's a good idea um, yeah. sounds good brad what have you got that's uh what have you got that's new in your collection lately well jason i've had a few additions lately um i didn't i only remember just before we went to air that i did acquire the uh both sets of the legends clones um of course these are just the boxes the figures themselves are in another room um highly recommend them if you're a, a g1 fan or a classics fan um they're very good representations of, of updates of the g1 toys and they're very cool to have um also another note with the instructions we we're talking about them earlier um, I didn't notice this until like last week, but for some reason the Decepticon clones might be shattered glass Decepticons. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, but the weird thing is, though, the Autobots—they're the same color. So I don't know. Maybe I've got four clones that are good, or two that are evil. Maybe, um, uh, maybe what you actually have is a lazy designer from Tihara. Yeah, you couldn't be bothered to color it in properly. Yeah. Um, also, regular retail release, I got Beachcoma and Wind Charger. Um, I don't know if they're coming up on the screen or not. They are. All right, cool. Um, very interesting uh, updates. Uh, probably the most screen accurate you're going to get from an official uh, retail release. Uh, highly recommend them. Lots of playability, lots of different ways you can use them. Their Carmos can, you know, carry the Titan Masters or Prime Masters, whatever you've got. And they're just generally really, really good to look at and play with. That's all for me. How about Jason? Like, uh, like, got? like, like most Legends figures, they are a lot of fun, right? Yes. The only, so the only one that's a bit weird, I picked up uh, I picked up the TCCA at the TCCA meet on uh, Wednesday night, um, Tailgate. His, um, the way, and I think he's actually a redo of Windcharger. Uh, he is. The way that his, uh, the body folds back, it didn't, it didn't feel like it clicked in very well, and, but I, I just, maybe I just didn't spend enough time with the figure. You mean the hood clipping in the body or? Yeah, and the way, the way that, the way that his, um, his, uh, the shoulders are meant to sort of form uh, as well, but yeah, I, that's probably just me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was going to suggest that, but I'm glad you brought it up. 
so I went on a bit of an animated spending spree last week and got a bunch of animated figures this week. Now, um, what is the best? Uh, actually, that's possibly not going to be. That's possibly going to be to... Starscream or the Seeker mold. Well, so I am very fond of the. Uh, I'm very fond of the animated Seekers, um, and of course, this, I, I posted some of these in the in the group this week, and I like. I'm very fond of the design. I really like them. They've they've got they've got that sort of very perfect animated quality and proportions to them. So I found a seller on Instagram who was selling his uh, selling his Seekers for twenty five bucks each. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, twenty five US, so it's like you know thirty five five hundred so. Australian, about a million Australian dollars. But yeah. um, the thing that I love about Takara's seekers and uh, Takara's figures, and you can see it in my um, in fact, sorry, I, I should flip the camera over to me as well. <laughs> you can see it in my shot there. Is that they have these lovely shiny wings? Um, so shiny. The, the the paint jobs on the uh, the paint jobs on the wings and on the on the uh, canopies as well. Uh, they're just they're this far more vivid blue than the matte the matte um, blue that is used for the Hasbro version and indeed the rest of the body. So this, <laughs> these guys are like half Hasbro and half you know Takara amazingness. Um, and of course, so in, in um, jet mode, is all the shininess like on the top? Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's it's more sort of towards the front, um, and so you can see you can see also with uh, Sunstorm as well. Like he's got the the shiny gold wings and the shiny cockpit, but then the rest of them is sort of just matte yellow plastic, just sort of pretty much like the pretty much like the Hasbro release. Yeah, I mean, it works well in terms of the contrast, like, it, and that makes it look not so over the top as it might otherwise be. Yeah, I, I think so. There was a there were a couple of comments. I think um, Curtis in the group said when he when I posted some of these, he doesn't really like the fact that um, they only went so far with the shiny paint. And I can see the point. I can see the point on that. But um, like, I'm grateful for I'm grateful for what there is. Like the 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 rear with the the wings and stuff. You can just you can see it catch the light there as well. So um, yeah, I, I I love animated seekers. My Hasbro animated seekers are at my parents' place in Melbourne, so I'm happy to have these guys uh, here in Sydney. Uh, while we're while we're talking twenty five dollar um, animated voyages, uh, and especially the Takara ones as well, uh, there's also Blitzwing here, which I love. Blitzwing from the animated cartoon. He's a, he's a lot of fun, and uh, you know has makes silly voices and stuff. The the figure I've, I've never actually played that much with uh, animated Blitzwing. Uh, he doesn't have a doesn't really have a weapon or a gun or anything like that, and he also doesn't really have hands that are capable of. Uh, I guess I guess you could actually, I guess you could probably put a, a weapon in those hands if you wanted to. But he looks a little bit more like he's going to karate chop someone. But, um, <laughs> that that would be weird for animated Blitzwing, right? Um, yeah, very weird. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> oh. it's, the, it's the long ethnic stereotype. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder. Um, I think it's just um, they probably gave him those hands just because he has three personalities which are so far removed from each other that I suppose having the fist might look a bit not like the cold calculating one that you've got there. Maybe yes. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, again, like I just love the shiny paint that they've used. This one has a, this figure has a little bit more shininess to him than the Seekers do. But um, yeah, a shiny face. Yeah, uh, it's shiny. Yeah, I guess I guess the face is a little shiny. And um, for those who are unaware, you can indeed change 
Change the faces. No. <laughs> I, I like this on the Halloween pumpkin mode. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I love yeah. that face. I really like because I got, I had the, uh, I still got the animated Blitzwing, and his alt modes, they're all very, very well done for a triple changer. That's yeah, this, it's like it's true. He's. I think his tank mode is probably a little bit underdone because it's so it's so sort of squat and short, but maybe he's just an energy-efficient tank. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time, yeah, it is small, but it really looks like it can mess you up. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so along with that, um, once, once the... So I bought these, of all places, I bought these off a seller on Instagram. Um, now... Yeah, this is, this is weird. Instagram for sale, this is... This- Weird. Explain Instagram this for commerce. Reveal right. your secrets. You just direct message someone if you want the stuff they're selling. So um, once the once the seller packed all those into the box for me, he was like, "Yeah, look, there's still some space left in the box." So I said, "Well, you know, what what else have you got left to buy? Left to sell?" So uh, I also got going to send across a uh, Robot Masters Victory Saber set. Nice. Um, so, are these the non-transforming ones? Nope these guys these guys transform and. Uh, I haven't unpacked it yet, but there you go. You can have a you can have a look at the back of the box. Um, it's such a niche line that just happened and then disappeared. Yeah, look, I, I think Robot Masters Robot Masters came along with uh, I think it was Takara's attempt to revitalize the the sort of Transformers engineering, and it it happened sort of around the same time that uh, Energon and Armada were happening, and I think the engineering of those toys um, just it took center stage and it took over. One thing I want to say about that particular piece, Jason, mm. um, from what I've heard, keep it in the box. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it so seems like Robot Masters is like a proto classics line. Yeah, yeah but so they don't. Way, yeah. So um, he's not sealed. So uh, like I, I, don't, I don't have any qualms taking it out of the box. The box is not sealed. Leave um, it in there. <laughs> I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably take them out for a photo here and there. Uh, and the other one, the other one is uh, the G2 Megatron uh, from the Legends line, which I had in a box last week, and I have since opened, and he looks awesome. That yeah, like there's, that there's there's something about pink, uh, pink, purple Decepticon leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course his um his Titan Master face also purple, but oh look how pretty that is! Damn nice. I was, I'm still, I feel like he's missing a sticker on his chest, Jason. Yeah, I yeah. thought he would have done the Megatron rules sticker. Well, I haven't done it because, like, there's, there's, there's already a design on the chest. So, it's like, there's not much point doing the Megatron rules as well. So, so he comes with that. I thought, I thought he just had a bare chest and you had to pick what sticker you yeah, wanted. No, I, I, um, so the, the sticker sheet in the box is actually really small. Um, uh, yeah, you'd think it would be much bigger, but, um, no, it's not. So, yeah. They, 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 considering I think they managed to actually get all of the Transformers websites to write about the fact that they included the sticker, um, I think <laughs> I think their return on investment for um, making this making and printing the sticker was definitely successful. Yeah, definitely a tick in the box there. So yeah, so yeah, um, so those are my acquisitions for the week. Uh, next week is probably going to be a light week on acquisitions. I've got so much stuff that's come in recently, so. Um, um, I'm going to say as a uh, cheap plug for my own YouTube channel. Definitely. Um, i got a couple of big things coming. Uh, They should be arriving next week, um, and videos for them will be up in the upcoming week. That is extremely vague and, 
yet informative at the same time. Would you like to tell people what your YouTube channel lo location is? My YouTube channel location is Groovy Guy, capital G's, both words. Uh, look for the, yeah, I was going to say, look for the big pair of legs with the Groovy Guy logo in between. Just look for the big pair of legs with the Transformers between them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, if you do Groovy nobody, Guy. Nobody listening outside of Australia will get that reference, no. but that's okay. <laughs> and well, my okay. Witty yeah, uh, yeah, my Witty Lord Yo. Yes. <laughs> um, look for Groovy Guy. Uh, it's got the smiley face. The yellow eyes and the green smile and the raised eyebrow. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, we are basically at the end of the show. Some quick TCCA business to go through. Melbourne Supernova is this coming weekend, it is on the 20th, 21st, and 22nd of April. Simon will be there. I will be there. Come and say hello. Uh, we are we're gonna be in. Uh, what's it called? Fan Club Central, wedged between a Doctor Who stand and a Star Trek stand, or something. I don't know. It's gonna. Yeah. It might That's well. A nightmare. It might well change uh, in the next week. So, like, it's not. It's not too bad. Um, by the end. By the end of the weekend, uh, all the people that you're next to in the um, in the in Supernova stands, like you're, you're all you're all friends and you're all brothers in arms, right? Like, it's it's no big deal. Spin um, them over to the Transformers. <laughs> uh, look, maybe uh, yeah. Like you end you end up having a bit of a chat um, chat with everyone during the lulls in the crowd. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, now um, there is a there is a South Australia meetup happening tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Max, do you want to tell us about that? So this is finally the first meetup in SA is happening. Um, it's going to be at Greenlight Comics in the Adelaide CBD. It's just off Rundle Mall. It's super easy to find. You know, right in the heart of a city. Uh, it's from two o'clock onwards. You're gonna have the '86 movie playing. You know, have drinks, snacks, the works. Um, just gonna bring. There's a got a tub of figures here to bring along. If you're coming, um, bring some stuff you may want to show off, or bring some stuff you want to sell. Whatever works for you, it's gonna be a good time. If you're uh, if you're watching the live stream now, and let's be honest, probably no one is because it's late on a Friday night, that is your only chance to find out about it from this podcast. Otherwise, we'll find out <laughs> next week how the how the meet went. Yeah, be a wrap up on it next week. Indeed. Uh, speaking of wrapping up, it is about time we wrapped up. So thank you for listening. If you are watching along you need with to the work live recording. I don't need to work on better segues. That was a that was a good segue until you just stopped it dead. Don't insult Jason's segways. <laughs> we do we, do, we have some I, respect for segways here. Do we need to do? Do we need to do this? It's because we're the paragon of professionalism. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no, no, keep this in. This is good. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. If you're watching with a live record, thanks for checking us out. All of these stories are linked in the show notes, except for the one that doesn't have a URL yet that I'll have to fill in later. Uh, the show notes are posted along with the podcast on the in the podcast feed and on the Transformers Weekly Facebook page and Podbean site. If you want to get in touch with us, you'll find us all in Transformers Collectors Club Australia, the discussion group on Facebook. Uh, you can find the podcast at transformersweekly.podbean.com. You can, of course, find out more about Transformers Collectors Club Australia at transformerscca.com. Uh, and that includes membership for the club because we are actually a volunteer-run organisation that's registered in Victoria. And uh, there's also, and Brad forgot to put this in the in the run sheet, not you, Brad, but the, the 
in absentia, Brad. There is also a uh, TCCA fundraising donation drive on at the moment, including some pretty smashing prizes, including a uh, Shattered Glass Masterpiece Prime. So if you're if you're into that, there is a you'll get one ticket for each five dollars that for every five dollar donation that you make, and you can find out more about that in the Facebook discussion group or on TransformersCCA.com. Thank you for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll be back with more Transformers talk next week. Oh, it's episode one hundred and fifty next week as well. Oh bloody hell! How'd that happen? I don't know. I, I like <laughs> I went I went to sleep for a few months. Oh yeah, one hundred and forty nine episodes beforehand or something. Yeah, I feel like we just had episode one hundred. Wow. Okay. Well, we did about this time last year. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll we'll be back for the one hundred and fiftieth episode blowout next week. We'll see how it goes. Um, I have no idea what we'll do for it. We'll have to, we'll have to figure something out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Catch you later. This hangout on air is live. That means... I can feel the wackiness already. Yes, the wackiness is increasing in the background. But yes, let's um, oh. let's try to make Brad's editing job a little bit easier this week than last. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the number of times John had to hang up and dial back into last week's show was kind of bordering on the ridiculous. All right. Oh. Well, at least it wasn't me for once. This is true. All right. <laughs> Welcome. Got me. No, no, I'm doing the intro. <laughs> okay, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, the paragon of professionalism for Transformers news in Australia. Max has forgotten to do his burp on cue. <laughs> I, I, I forgot about that part, which that shows you how much we are the paragons of professionalism. It's true. I'm going to do this again. I'm going to do it again. You ready? Ready? Is this, is this just going to be the whole show? Just it's it is it is basically great content. There you go, Brad. Yeah. <laughs>